In the Catholic Mass, you've heard me mention that the priest has the option of doing the readings from what we call the day, or in the back of this, what we call the lectionary, is the option to do the readings that are proper to a feast or a daily celebration. We did the readings proper to the day. And it's amazing that that's just coincidental that these readings, which are on the Monday of the 24th week in ordinary time, could fall some years on this date and other years not. But what is basically God saying here? What is Jesus telling us? Or I should say, really better, what is the centurion telling us? Just say the word and my soul shall be healed, my servant shall be healed. That's what we say in the Mass. Just say the word and my soul shall be healed. Here the centurion, just say the word and my servant shall be healed. Now, today we celebrate saying the word, the name, the name of Mary. The words Jesus and Mary strike demons into fear, according to exorcists. The very name of Jesus and Mary. They always say, when you are in the midst of trial or being attacked, and you don't know if it's a good spirit or a bad spirit, there's a one easy, simple litmus test. Call out the name Jesus and Mary. The name Mary does not stand alone without Jesus. We're not celebrating this as the name of Mary instead of the name of Jesus, which is what we're accused of often. We're celebrating the name of Mary, which stands with Jesus. And so Uxorcist will tell us when the, you, in the presence of demons, you're being attacked by whatever demons, especially at the moment of your death, cry out the names of Jesus and Mary. Now, the name of Mary is powerful. That's what this celebration is. And it ties directly to the tax of 9-11. Now, that date of 9-11, I did it. We did an EWTN show that aired last week. And if you saw it, you heard us talk about why that date was picked for the terrorist attacks. It was very significant because September the 11th, in 1683 was the height of Islamic power in the world. So they wanted to commemorate it because the next day was a different change in world history. Today's date, September the 12th. So what happened? Okay. So basically on September the 11th, 1683, assuming the defeat of Vienna, the Muslim Sultan said the next stop was St. Peter's, where they were going to crush the existence of Christianity. To save Vienna, and you know, I grew up in Catholic schools. I went to seminary. I have never heard a homily until I came to the Marians on somebody that many popes have called the savior of Western civilization. Polish king and general, Jan Sobieski. And so this king of Poland, Jan Sobieski, stepped up when nobody else did. When none other countries of Europe, kind of like today, are standing up, like today, here comes Poland. 
You know, I came to the Marians not because they were Polish. I'm actually Croatian on my dad's side, Czech on my mom's side. But I am proud. In fact, when I was growing up in Michigan, we, the kids in school used to tell Polak jokes. And I thought, well, gee, I would never want to be Polish because they make jokes. Wow, was I wrong. Poland has stood up to the European Union. They've been the nation that has defended. President Duda has declared the nation under Jesus, uh, uh, king of all nations. They have entrusted themselves, the anti-abortion uh, anti movements there. This is quite a nation. No wonder Jesus said in the diary that they're a special nation. Well, anyway, this king of Poland, Jan Sobieski, left Poland completely undefended, left and went into Vienna, placing his troops under Mary's protection. This is amazing. At, uh, and then basically in preparation, he had a mass said before the battle. The battle began at 4 a.m. on September the 12th. That's why we celebrate this day. What happened? The Sultan to the Austrian King Leopold I said, await us in your residence so we can decapitate you. Well, he folded and there was no hope for Christianity. This would have been the end of Christianity in Europe. But Sobieski, from this nation of Poland, led the largest cavalry charge in history. The largest cavalry charge. The soldiers made wings. Remember when you were a kid, they, I never did this, but I always hear about putting a card in the spoke of your bicycle wheel so it made a bunch of noise like a motorcycle. I, I never did that, but I heard about it. And the soldiers made wings and they put them on their backs, which made this thunderous noise when they charged down the hill. Now, basically, outnumbered unbelievably, there were less than 100,000 of them. There were well over almost a half a million, some say around 300,000 Muslim soldiers. The battle ensued. Now, before the battle, Sobieski placed it all under the name of Mary, Our Lady of Czestochowa. The battle marked the end of Muslim expansion into Europe. It saved Christianity. The Pope and the European leaders hailed the King of Poland, Jan Sobieski, as the savior of Western civilization. Then <clears throat> the Muslims disintegrated, fell apart at that point for their plan to sack the Vatican. So this in Vienna is significant. Um, the story of Jan Sobieski is not taught. You don't hear it in American schools. You don't hear it in any speeches. You don't hear it in homilies. And it's probably one of the most top significant events in the history of the Catholic Church. Yet we never hear it. So this victory from it, we get the feast of the holy name of Mary. Because again, Sobieski trusted the battle. And guess what they did? As they charged down the hill with the wind whipping through their little wings on their back and making this thunderous noise, every soldier was shouting the name 
of Mary. Every soldier was shouting the name of Our Lady of Czestochowa, the patron of Poland. Every soldier was shouting her name and entrusting the salvation, or I should say the um, maintaining of Christianity to her name. This is powerful. Now, we too should do the same in our battles. When you are battling the seven deadly sins, pride, sloth, anger, envy, lust, gluttony, greed, shout the name of Mary. When you know you're going into battle, shout the name of Mary. When you know you are going to face attacks, shout the name of Mary. Again, it stands with Jesus. It's not Mary instead of Jesus. And this all ties to September 11th. September 11th was the height of the power. That's why they picked that date. They wanted to return to the height of their power. But what happened the next day, September the 12th? Mary. The height of Mary's intercession. <clears throat> and so there were some words by Frenchman Lavalette, and he said, Today it is a question of the defense of our faith, when talking about this, as to whether the Gospels are to be superseded by the Koran. God, on this occasion, demands of us our lives, already vowed to his service. Happy will be those who first consummate this sacrifice. We probably have never prayed for those men that charged down that hill, left their homeland undefended, believed in a leader named Sobieski, which nobody ever talks about anymore, and gave the ultimate sacrifice. They gave their life for our faith. That is a true martyr. That is what it means. You know, I did a talk on Saturday. If you haven't seen it, it's up on YouTube. It's called How to Become a Saint. And in it, um, I quoted Father uh, Mike Schmitz, who said there's three obstacles in our culture today that prohibit us from becoming a saint. Um, the third one was interesting. The third obstacle that he gave of why we don't become a saint was we've lost our will to fight. What a perfect example in this day to say, no, I'm not going to lose my will to fight. Jesus told St. Faustina, and I did an, we also did an episode of EWT on spiritual warfare, okay? And coming up on St. Faustina's feast day, October the 5th, it's a Wednesday. We invite you to watch EWT because we just submitted the show. There, St. Faustina was led by Jesus in a spiritual warfare retreat. This is paragraph 1760 in the diary. And he gave her 25 things that she had to do to win the battle against 
the devil and spiritual demons. And the last one or the next to last one, fight like a knight so I can reward you. Hmm. Jesus is saying, fight like a knight. These men here, we probably never, ever think about. These men here, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. So let us acknowledge and pray for all those who have given their life for defense of our faith. Unfortunately, sometimes it does mean physical self-defense. This is allowed by the catechism. We are as Christians allowed when there are no other options available and the salvation of souls is at stake or the defense of human life or religious liberty or the taking of another life. Self-defense is allowed by the teachings of the Catholic Church. And so let us acknowledge today those men who did step up in self-defense of our faith that gave us our faith today, but only through the holy name of Mary. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.